0: It's not a competition, but then again everything is Like trying to have a conversation and afterwards asking who is Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life might be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal I
1: did it you're here you're a listener of the cultural content consumption appraisal hour did you enjoy
0: the theme song this week did you enjoy the intro do you
1: listen to the intro do you time it so that you're just like plus 15 plus 15 plus 15 like four to five times and you know you're getting to the good stuff how does it work with you because with me for pods i do consume unlike this one i I roughly know sometimes i'm feeling a theme song sometimes i'm not how are you with theme songs mr anisus
2: um, our one in particular, it's normally mm. skipped ten about four to five times. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. We've heard it but a fair few times. But we always got to be there for the, you're here. Yeah,
1: str- <laughs> as long as you're there for that, then you truly are here. Now, today we have, we're on a schedule. Because you know what? The the triple CAH, we're pretty, we're pretty stripped and tight on the hour part of it, which has become a funny little signature. Because I mm. sort of stole that as inspiration from the MMA hour, which is usually four to five hours. And I kind of like that we always roughly get about an hour. Today, it's... It might even be a bit under because we we're getting out and making movements. We're talking about culture and getting the hell out of here. You you want to tell me, you want to tell the people why you've got a hard out today?
2: Um, well, normally I get my do my movements before the pod. Your um, movements. Talk about the yeah, movements. Yeah, my movements. <laughs> <laughs> but my hard out today is because me and my partner mm. have jumped on a bandwagon Ooh. that started a year ago but came back very recently. Are you finally I mean, a traitors I mean, guy? Apparently so. That's so fucking
0: funny. Literally
2: finished the last episode. And I said, I've got to go record a pod. And they went, how long is that? (laughs) Clearly, they don't consume the product. Um, And they said, could you do a quick one? so i've got to be back there and watching the next episode to find out what's what's happening
0: you you can you can pause iplayer for a hot minute be
2: shouting
1: yeah (laughs) people lots going on with peeps this is such a good example of like i've kept meaning to pitch this for ages and i'm like no he's gonna hate it did you
2: did you do it last year did you watch it last year of
1: course i watched it last year i'm like
2: did you of course it's event television this is what this
1: this is what the people are watching right now it's such good tv it's fantastic i mean it's awful don't get me wrong it's a bad it's awful It's a bad thing that we're doing to each other here, but it's so great. Um, But yeah, it's really funny. Does anyone else have that feeling? I'm sure you've felt it many times of like, you suggest a thing a million times and it gets like completely ignored and then someone else suggests to the person that thing and then they're all over and you're like, hey, how can I feel that when I only considered suggesting this? (laughs) And I never actually either suggested (laughs) it out loud or pitched it, but it's been in my head enough times that I'm literally sat here like, how fucking dare you?
2: But no, because you you're too busy out here going, forget the BBC, forget the UK. Mm. Over there across the Atlantic or <laughs> whatnot, they've got all this other great non event oh, late night television I, that I should be consuming.
1: The one show, you know? I'm here for the fucking <laughs> flagship shit. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah okay fair enough there was a hidden easter egg beatles pitch but you know what it is um and to be honest when i was thinking about it it's a tough and you know we find this with tv shows in general but reality shows yeah. that tough are shells. very tough 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 cells very cliffhanger based shows and very like in the moment shows um i think we'd finally be testing Our spoiler free sort of thing that we've got going. Because I don't know about you, but in the handful of listeners that occasionally engage with me, I've never got any spoiler pushback. This would be the one time I think we'd get that kind of pushback. It's
2: just a hard one to get it it from me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do get it from (laughs) you. Of all your friends, who's the most spoiler-rific? I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Spoiler phobic. Spoiler-phobic. That's me. I
1: mean I think I, I wanna tell you, but it. I don't want to spoil it, so like clearly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um
1: but we have some things to review. We have scores, we have pictures. We what have if s- we
2: got people on here who don't know what we do, Jeff.
1: Well, um I mean, get with the program, check the show notes, check the sorted. <laughs> now, we tell them about what the show is, but we do it in a very tight fashion. And this mm-hmm. week, my friend, you pitched something to me. You've started a thing. You're making it semi-related to the pictures, and I enjoy it. So oh. I watched the show this week.
2: Finally, you, you jumped on that back. <laughs> <laughs> how,
1: how? What, have you kept it going for a while? I've only just <laughs> noticed last week. <laughs> Consume the product. Everyone else burns. I kept Googling everybody burns and kept coming up with a, an Anastasia song and I kept looking at my computer like, mm, I don't think this is what he pitched. So it's called everyone else Name burns. one
2: other Anastasia song.
1: That one, fucking. Uh.
2: Okay. What's the other one? You tell me. The main one. Oh, I was about to say I'm out of love. No, but that's not
0: that's not Anastasia.
1: Fucking derail no. the show, motherfucker. Let's do it. <laughs> anastasia the one song. Why would I add that in the Google? Once upon a December. No, nah, you can't be sarcastic with Google. It doesn't know what you're talking about. The nineteen ninety seven film. anastasia song? It is Isn't a of love. Good shout. Good shout. Yes. Good shout. Okay, Thank so you. i watched everyone else burns this week yeah the first two episodes of the new channel Four comedy and there's a lot of people knocking on doors trying to espouse (laughs) their religion and tell them what it's all about so this week you are knocking on my door You know I'm a podcast listener, but I'm not necessarily Mm -hmm. a triple C-A-H listener. So in 30 seconds, to me, the newbie who's never even heard of the triple C-A-H, could you tell me what the pod is about, but in the style of some sort of religious fanatical trying to convert someone? You got 30 seconds starting in three, a two, a one, a go.
2: Knock, knock, knock. Hello. Hi there, sir. Have you considered podcasts? Mm. Have you have you ever been a friend of podcasts? Well, I've got the podcast for you. Mm. Um, I've got my little book here, which tells me that you like to pitch things and review things. And what we do in our little church is we review those things and we give them scores um, in anticipation um, during and often afterwards. Is that something you'd be interested in, sir? Go away. That was great. That was great.
0: That was
1: good. You had 13 seconds and I had no idea what the show was about. This is a very fun game. I enjoy it. <laughs> you, you managed it. It's like, how does he know I'm into pitching and scoring? It
2: could have been a whole five minute improv dialogue thing. That oh, like... you, had a, you had a private license plate,
1: gave it away.
0: Um...
1: <laughs> Fantastic. That was really good. So, okay, new listener. Thank you. Are you caught up? <laughs> new listener is like, I oh, hope so. You. This is so us, can I just say? This is so us. To have a game designed for the new listener that gets more niche every week. (laughs) 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 Fucking pointless shit. Um, Okay, let's talk about Everyone Else Burn, since we're already on that track. Just Starting with that work with you, Mr. Anousas
2: let's go it sounds perfect Because i've got a okay. little to say about the other thing
1: okay let's go oh, and uh, let's go we got scores of plenty in all sorts um the first note i've made in google docs and in classic christopher anusa's fashion let me just read out a note i've got let me see here let me see here <laughs> this show is funny good stuff yes I, I, i've written that down now let me make a, a confession because we do a lot of reviewing on this well, show. well
2: said good joke <laughs> <all the
1: time. laughs> we do a lot of reviewing on this here show and occasionally when it's a bit of a left field so to speak pitch um i'll confess that we do a lot i do a lot of pitching stuff i love and so consequently there's a lot of like i hope they like that so the rare chance to hate on something doesn't come up enough on this show right so today Mm -hmm. first two episodes of a new comedy sitcom when i found moments to fall out of it i felt my brain going you could hate on this you know there's a few Mm -hmm. things here and I just wanted to be honest about how I, I wonder contextually if that's a thing that happens for reviewers sometimes. If they just see an opening or they haven't written a bad review for a while. I just it's it's yeah. a curious thing. So, like, I did try and <laughs> having noticed that thought, I did try and step back. And um, I think my scores this week will actually explain it better than the review itself because the review's a bit all over the shop. But basically, I laughed and I found it funny. And how would you first... explain the show to someone? I would explain the show to someone by saying that, hey, you know that guy from the In Inbetweeners who is like a mini yep. David Mitchell? He keeps not getting older, but somehow thinking he can play older. And he's doing a show about a family of fanatical religious people. And in this family, there is some discord. And even though the family seems to be united around believing in whatever it is they believe, and that is a bit unclear what exactly the church is represents you get the feeling that Mm. because it's a comedy that's not important but my hot take that i'll get to is that i actually think it is important and hopefully by the end of the series it's a bit more clear um Mm. but they all believe in this stuff and basically the main character is a bit of an arsehole and so even though his wife's a big believer she's got issues being trampled all over on by him and the daughter is trying to be a bit of a teenage girl and live her life even though the, the the interesting thing about the show she's devout and is feeling her religion, but she's got Mm. just got some normal girl feeling. So everyone's not feeling the dude. And the dude Mm. is well into his religion and the opening is a really nice setup where it's like, you know, that classic comedy thing where even though you can feel it coming, you like that it comes and that is um Mm. the joke that he really is anticipating becoming an elder, getting promoted to this vague position of elder. And so he keeps telegraphing it that it's about to happen. And there's a quite a funny joke that shows you how aware they are that they're telegraphing it where his wife's like maybe you shouldn't get your hopes up and he's like i've staked my happiness on it (laughs) it's already done which i found quite (laughs) that was quite good (laughs) and i think the enjoyable moments in this show are quite almost wink wink nudge nudge like we're having fun here aren't we kind of moments like that but yeah in the course of um these two episodes it comes to bear that our guy hasn't and the much more perfect and like annoyingly perfect and uh actually Seems to have a good heart, <laughs> guy. In the mm. church, gets promoted to elder instead, and it's it's a good time. It's actually it's like my my take is that it's almost like too conceptually interesting for me to just find it purely funny. Like it gets yeah. it, it stimulates my thoughts and my I'm thinking I'm like, what's the church represent? The opening is fantastic. I have to I have to say, any instinct I felt for giving it any kind of bad review or shade. It's probably just because I thought I found the opening so fun that afterwards it's just like quite easy to pick holes because the opening is a fun set piece where mm. the dad wakes up the whole family because the apocalypse is coming and it's apocalypse time and we gotta go. And it's just the amount of weird non sequiturs <laughs> and one liners they have this weird family getting ready for the apocalypse. He's trying to choose which photo to choose, the one where they're kissing with a regular one, and the wife's like, Should we just focus on the things that are alive right now? And it's like, Okay, great, we're going, we're going, we're on the hill. <laughs> and the boy, the young boy, probably the weirdest character it's like super super hype for the apocalypse and then it turns out this is just apocalypse trading and everyone feels very let down (laughs) and annoyed and the boy is like let it end and it's this really crazy mise-en-scene visual of just him like with the background and they're on a hill and it's the boy screaming let it end and i'm like see like there's 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 points to be made here the things that are making me laugh are like very little interpersonal moments but like the overarching theme to do with like religions and cults like one of my top three to two favorite movies is Paul Thomas Anderson's The Master, which is about similar themes. And I just find that shit so fucking interesting that part of me is like, OK, so what's the church about? What do you actually believe? It's just it's jokified um, and the, uh, it's jokified the actual concept of the church bit. And I and I can't help it. I want to know mm. more about that part. So the mythology bit is throwing me off a bit. But the pure comedy stuff, I will say my five star MVP of the show is the wife the the actor who plays the wife she's so fucking funny really just commits to the bit and i want it before i throw it back to you now i will say i've never fully been an in between us guy i've appreciated moments episodes here or there um am i not like (laughs) i it's obvious as soon as i say it but i'll say it to throw it back to you the amount I dislike this main character is actually making me think I dislike the actor, but maybe that's just him doing a terrific job. And maybe, um, to use a bit of the wrestling parlance, maybe he's just doing some terrific heel work.
2: Yeah. And and I'm pretty pretty sure. I mean, I watched it and I, basically could have just said this is basically the kid from the in between has grown up. Right. Sucked at school, failed at life, so became religious. Because Simon <laughs> Bird just plays Simon Bird. He does, doesn't he? Everything he does, <laughs> yeah. his jokes, his wine liners, his quips in the post office about how great he is at being in the post office. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's just it's just him all over. But um, the
1: there's a there's a character he's assigned to help. And it's a guy who's just had yeah. a pretty um, rough breakup <laughs> with a girl a few months, uh, a month and a bit ago or whatever. And yeah. the amount he's not a good person to him. Actually, yeah. Hey, I'm one of these people who's like, bring on the cringe comedy, bring on the humor that will make you squirm. I found it really tough. And then the character actually said to him, like, I think you're like socially maladjusted. Like you're not actually helping me at all. Um, and yeah, like the levels to which I found this, character annoying i think it's even more than that in between his character right at least he's putting yeah, that yeah. on 100 right
2: yeah yeah 100 yeah, percent. yeah um I'm, I'm trying to remember because i caned this series in about three or four days mm. i watched a lot so it's all blurred into one in my head so i'm careful about what i'm saying because i can't sure. i don't know how I mean, far f- you got down the i'm fine with
1: spoilers <laughs> but we're we're a respectful we're a spoiler tolerant a
2: church yeah. here has so the I, kid done any paintings is something yeah he, his
1: dad had a vat of acid and <laughs> <his> <laughs> yes. fucking oh and there's that funny one at the end of episode two where it just seems to be some abstract art he's really happy with that like has bits of paper plastered on it and then the wife removes those bits of paper and it's the dad again being drowned and like stuff wolves <laughs> are tearing so him apart
2: angry that armageddon didn't happen yeah and, uh, it was only training <laughs> he's
1: really really mad about it um but I, I mean episode two one i thought like this the the letdown i felt this is getting very like (laughs) fucking minute yeah very nitpicky but that's what we're here to do um episode one i was finding some holes in like oh maybe this is just concept wise maybe you just do a sketch get in get out cults are funny see you later but then right you got a fucking annoying enough character that works because we've all some of us anyway have seen the office at least the us one and we know that as long as the things around it um, like work as long as there's some more sympathetic characters and like at the heart of the mean weirdo uh, main character there's something you can sort of see that is worthwhile right there's something there mm. but in episode 2 the two female characters are like pulling on my heartstrings bro they're very sweet Yeah, one of them meets a boy who's actually um, excommunicated from the church so to speak and he's a dog walker and their little teenage flirting is very precious and they start texting even though she's never had a phone her dad gives Uh, his old phone that might be one of the cute uh depictions of like teenage love in like the early 2020s that i've seen not that i've seen that Mm. many that's a very weird and specific thing i just said but it was very very wholesome and lovely and
2: yeah yeah. it's part it's part of the reason i gave you the two episodes because i would argue Mm. the daughter story is possibly the a story of the series really um is that a hot take or a spoiler just Probably a hot take, because okay, I, th- nice. I think that's that's what you're going back for us to see how... Because it's, it's a young person still trying to grow up, but yes. happens to be in a cult family. But right. yet is still really devout about that right. cult. I say cult. Religion. I don't know. We don't know what it is. We're <laughs> all religions cults. We'll oh, never know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you were fine for calling this, this, the fictional religion in this TV show a cult before you dragged all the religions into it. But hey, you do you. Um, in terms of that, in terms of that, like... Uh, you know, what's the actual jokey bit of the religion? Like how much did the writer's yeah. room have to have, even if they're not going to show you everything? Maybe you yeah. could spoil this. I don't know. But like, I will just wrote, write, um, I will say rather one thing I wrote down um, at the end of a sermon, we just catch the end of the guy saying, cover your mouth when you yawn. Cause that's how the devil gets in. And it's just lots of like <laughs> one line is that just at the end of like a thing. And you're like, wait, what were they talking about? And it's quite funny, but it's also,
2: that was like an old, that's, that's a, I was about to say Tim Lovejoy, but that's not Rever- That's a L- reverent lovejoy. Reverend lovejoy, yeah, 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 Like a scene in The Simpsons would start yes. with him just with a one-liner at the end of his sermon. Exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. It's, a, it's very similar to that kind of humour. That's a, that's a very good point.
2: Um, yeah. But yeah. But what I, what, uh, what go, I think this plays well on mm. is the fact that all these people think they're going to heaven and they're so obsessed with this going to heaven in the afterlife and doing everything right yes. that they're actually terrible people as well. In in well, is in a roundabout way? Isn't that's, that the I main character?
0: Because the, the, well, the main character,
2: but mm-hmm. you get to see other people behind the scenes right. in the church that are all similar, just kind of terrible people, but see, okay. They, so Because they're great. convinced they're doing the right thing.
1: That's great then. That that yeah. leads off to like my main sort of point, which is maybe two episodes in is too early to say it, but I'm happy for yeah. if if you want your answer now to include spoilers, if that will help your answer, go for it. Mm. But I can't help but have like a question that might be too deep for a show like this but like Mm. when you're involving topics like this i can't help it i think wait show i'm speaking to the show now show yeah what are you actually trying to tell me because i feel like you're trying to tell me religion is bad which hey some things can tell you that i'm here for that um Mm. but like you're also trying to be funny and like i'm just maybe maybe i'm just not used to this point being made in this forum but basically i think what i'm trying to ask is like maybe by episode six it's a lot clearer but like how much is this, like, actually poking the bear and then running away, giggling, making other jokes, and, like, the poke of the bear was just, like, to start you off, and then actually the, the mm. humor's in the character? Or how much is the humour and point of the show poking the bear and saying, actually, like, I'm having a go at religion right now? Like, how much... What would you, what would you say in that balance?
2: I think the show is more about people okay. and yeah. how they behave in the scenarios that they're in, whether that be... Mm in church and religion and not because you see the the character at the start that he's trying to help you see his journey throughout the series Mm -hmm. and you wonder whether he actually sticks with it or goes away Mm. you see the daughter trying to adapt and live and it's just more about people growing Mm -hmm. and and the father himself even goes on a bit of a journey as an individual so i think yes there are Mm. pokes and jibes Mm. which i guess if you're not uber religious yes you may find offensive right but hey, is that not challenging enough for you? Hey, <laughs> no, but <laughs> I want to I... be challenged. So I just do my inner James Acast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you've you've reminded me though, even in episode yeah. two, because I was like, this this main character is just a bit too cartoonish. Like it's just too easily saying, see how religion corrupts, mm. and if you if you centralize it too much to the point of being dogmatic in your life, religion, you're gonna yeah. turn out to be a dickhead, right? But even yeah. that character by the end of the episode two had a weirdly sincere moment where he's like, actually, I've been thinking about what you guys said when you didn't let me be an elder. Mm. And I think as opposed to what I thought at first, where it was my family, (laughs) you were having a go at, and they're all shit. Actually, maybe it's me. And the (laughs) elder is like, yes, we were (laughs) exclusively talking about you. That was the line. And I really enjoyed that. But yeah, even him having that moment, I was like, Oh, he's got a bit more room. He's growing for for growth. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, maybe he's growing. Um, But yeah, listen, I enjoyed, I don't know. Um, yeah, like, like so many shows. I need to almost have a ranking of just the TV shows that get pitched on the show because, like, I'm a bit more intrigued than others to follow through. But, of course, that constant question.
2: Will I, though? <laughs> Maybe the where, fact that... Where does the time
1: live? Where does the time, man? And then it's like, actually, the thing I pitched, I'm super hyped to, to listen to that this week, and then suddenly I'm listening to that, and I'm like, wait, I haven't actually watched the episodes yet. Like, things like that can throw you off. Who knows? But I felt... Um, I felt like the second I even considered poking holes, it kept winning me back over. There's a teacher character too, who's recommending that the teenager gets into medicine and she's like, Oh, then you could, you know, eventually drop out and become a TikTok medfluencer and make lots of money in that way. Um, And I just thought, wow, this is really funny. Um, Like that. This show seems very now. And I do like Mm. that about it. Um, Oh, a really good line when the wife is starting to feel herself and make a business as she's with a neighbor and the, the neighbors, um, gets a bit uh shouted at by the main character the husband well, what are you two doing and, blah, 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 blah. and he brings in the book whatever <laughs> bible they go by and the woman's like oh a two thousand year old book versus two living women this should be good and that was just a really nice there's a lot of nice jabs yeah. at, at religion here and it, but it's not religion is it it's more like just the taking it too far and yeah. i think it makes those points in a really nice way it's actually i found it very tasteful.
2: forget about now i guess is a, a yeah. way to look at
1: it yeah yeah that's nice um yes. a- another nice one-liner i liked was when he did give uh his his old touchscreen phone to uh his daughter he was like oh it reminds me of the hours i spent texting my dad about how the old testament predicted the credit crunch <laughs> and that was a good line that was so <laughs> random oh i guess it was the old testament i guess they had a sect of
2: christianity then yeah i guess yeah. okay
1: Shout out, Christianity. Um, I don't know how you'd feel about this show. I'm very curious. Um, can I come well, and watch you know, TV?
2: Christianity he hasn't done really well recently, so... You know, I mean, had, it's had a bad run for the last couple hundred thousand years or whatever. So. I mean,
1: I'm I, I end on just diplomacy and everyone's cool, and you just want to <laughs> say a thing. I'm out here saying it's done a lot of good too. Religion is great I'm in a lot of other ways. Yeah, I don't
2: think we should be jibing. I'm just saying. Uh,
1: so, um, oh, speaking of how two different people can see the, the lines in different ways, probably my favorite line in the show was the teacher coming to knock on the door of the mother hmm. and offering a lot of stuff about her personal life and how she's just been through a breakup and blah 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 and the mum's like why are you here and she was like you've you i the teacher says like i think i've overshared and the mum's like you yeah you already have And she's like oh we have different boundaries and i thought in 2024 when people are constantly talking about boundaries what a funny little get out clause we have different boundaries i just thought that was a really funny way to look at that um most people uh will be dead forever. Is also a quote from the show I've written down because your propagandist teacher. There's lots of one liners got me. I was
0: like, hmm. yeah.
1: Conceptually, it's 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 so risky and creative that I'm. It's very easy to poke holes and feel unsure about it and uncomfortable. But then mm. the one liners are getting you. Can I also just say to f- to finish up that yeah, in Summer in Bird
2: has a hilarious
1: haircut in this. Simon Bird has a fucking hilarious haircut in this. And that was actually like, I did just want to finish on Note Simon one. Bird. <laughs> Dude, fucking uh, crazy. But also I, I'm not sure how you feel about it. How you, t- tell me one or two sentences, at least please about how you've ever watched or gotten into the in betweeners I beg you, because at the end of two episodes and having seen and consumed some in between I still don't know if I find this man funny and I'm troubled by not having a stance like, Sometimes kinder, and then sometimes I'm like, "Nah, he's not for me." Then he gets he gets me, and i I laughed out yeah. loud at two of his jokes minimum, and I'm like, "Damn it!" But I don't think I find him funny. What's going on?
2: I kind of agree. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Inbetweeners had good writing, which right. helped him. I think he I think he is funny. Uh, in the Inbetweeners, interesting. Okay. Um, and I have watched all the Inbetweeners and the movies, Ooh. and yeah, all. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, I was on that bandwagon. I remember when the I think the third series came out, and I was watching it week to week. Nice. Fun. Plus, nice. they recorded some of it in Pinner. Did they? <laughs> yeah. There's a scene, and every time I watch it, it's like, "That's the Pinner scene."
1: Shout out! Um, shout out yeah. to Future Pictures too. I'm looking forward to it now. Scores. Um, <laughs> let's let's hear your guesses and your reasons. Reasons? That's a new one. <laughs> What's your reasons?
2: <laughs> What's my raisins? Um, <laughs> shout out for your drama. Um,
1: raisins are grapes. Shout out. Would I lie to you? I just learned that this week. I didn't know that.
2: Raisins are grapes. Yeah. (laughs) Did you know that? They're they're just really dry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So if I leave a grape on the windowsill...
1: Eventually, no. I think there's probably a process involved. (laughs) See, the fact that I don't know the process
2: (laughs) makes it even worse.
1: But basically, on Would I Lie to You, spoiler, Charlie Brooker... Reasons. Charlie Brooker didn't know what a grape was and it was enjoyable.
2: Um, I had you down as a three going in. Interesting. I had you as a four in enjoyment during... And then I had you settle back down as a three. Whoa. I thought, I thought that hopefully there'd be moments that would carry you, but you might leave it thinking that was fun, but I'm not going to go back.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're uh, you're what? you're trying to win this week, aren't you? Why? Because it's very close. It yeah, one off. Uh, one off is is as good as we've done breeze. for a while. The thing that you got wrong was the before. I was I was a nice <sighs> I was a nice two coming in. What? <laughs> And then that was a four in enjoyment, and I settled back down to a three. Quite correct.
2: You son of a
1: bitch. Yeah, I don't know. I don't
2: know. The, the two, I guess, was like... Because you didn't watch it, so... <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was like... Sometimes, you, if if you're actively putting it back... <laughs> then you're not looking forward to it. <laughs> it's kind
1: of. <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know. This is
2: where occasionally you're like, "Oh, when do you want a pod?" I was like, "Well, when you've watched the thing." <laughs>
1: occasionally, this was where you'll. Uh, this is where doubling down will bite you because if it was like a show you've never watched and isn't in on your radar at all, but it's twenty minutes. Like I'm consuming that a show you've never watched and isn't on your radar. Twice. I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> it's just, it's like doubled. It was just it just put up that back that day or two more. So yeah, that's the honest. But then
2: I feel like your scores are higher because you watched the two
1: Definitely. Well. That's the thing. If so, it was the one, it could have been a three and a three and a three. Who knows? I'm not doing theoretical mm-hmm. scores because that just will throw the show properly off kilter. And we like to be just a little bit off kilter. Right. And speaking of um, following Go up, on. let's do... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> i had it everything was gonna be fine this is all about lord's follow-up to um an album we've covered before um she made melodrama and then she made solar power and Chris big, big fan of melodrama big fan of melodrama over here but he wasn't a big fan of solar power but then guess what <laughs> this has been framed what? as it's almost like yeah the framing here is that i am like give it a second chance you motherfucker almost vengefully right i used Mm -hmm. this is where this is where without the podcast it's quite funny how sometimes you can pick moments out of the podcast and be like oh without the podcast we wouldn't have chatted about that um without the podcast we would have a hundred percent chatted about this (laughs) and we would have had a very similar chat to the one we're about to have now where at some point i would have really doubled down and been like please my guy listen again i want to get your thoughts give it a second chance and now everyone this is like this is this is one of the bigger deals because like you're a genuine lord fan or a a, help i mean track that a genuine melodrama fan really appreciate lord's work on that and i do have a thing about here or there second chances and see how they feel see how they take and other times it will be just as enjoyable to hear i'm digging my feet in, and i'm still not feeling it for this or that reason so i'm super curious i'm sad about losing with all those possibilities i'm sure i didn't know the scores but i can't wait to hear some of your thoughts let's get to them solar power by lord in the year of our lord 2021 um
2: please talk to me about it lots of christianity references
1: <laughs> oh well i
2: year of our lord see we did that lord i did I lord, I, lord, I, lord, I lord um can i ask a question
1: Oh, I love it. I I'm, I wasn't done talking, so please let me talk more.
2: <laughs> um, I'm going to ask you a question, Jeffrey. Okay, great. If the answer is yes, yeah, then Ooh, choose your own adventure,
1: Triple C A H. I love basically, it. <laughs>
2: then 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 great, cool. I kind of I was right, and I'm kind of happy, and I, I got I get it. Okay. If the answer is no, can we forget that I ever asked the question? <laughs> <laughs>
1: firstly you being right about you being happy about being right fucking never imagine rarity um, right okay fuck it like, i'm ready for it. i don't i didn't quite understand the second one but i guess i'm about
2: to is this a concept album
1: oh
2: i don't think so cool never ask a question we move this <laughs> i don't i don't i don't know Do you know I think, can i say something can i say something they'll just mess- I just want to give,
1: I just want to give you something you won't use as a title, but you're going to enjoy anyway. A concept album is in the ear of the beholder. I think that's a true statement. Wow. (laughs) So basically, if this is a concept album to you, it's a concept album to you. I think that's sometimes in how you take it in as much as in how it was put together. But please, I'm so sorry.
2: My my partner mentioned it to me and then I started listening to it. Mm. I don't know whether she mentioned it because it was, or she just mentioned that sometimes that's a thing that happens. Mm. But then... I picked up on it and I was listening to it and it almost Ooh, yeah. It almost sounds like the journey of someone's life. Okay. From birth to like finish in terms of the topics that the t- that she sings about throughout Ooh. the different songs from start to finish. This is getting interesting. I never really listened to enough of the lyrics to pick up if that was actually true or not, but mm. you listen to the star and you sort of go through it and it's mm. sort of like a journey mm. of a young girl's life. Mm. I don't I don't know. That's kind of something it could be.
1: Well, I would say it's quite it's so like Oh, what a kind of worms to open so i'm gonna just take a quick cheeky the glance inside them is in the
2: ear of the beholder <laughs> i'm
1: gonna take a quick cheeky glance inside the can of worms and then slam it shut straight away but basically mm. i guess the more cohesive an album is and more thematically like linked Link. the songs are it's very hard yep. not to see it as a concept album to some degree i guess the interesting question would be because i can, I can see where you'd find it to be a concept album i just i didn't well, my no um, I think my answer was just I don't think so. I think that answer comes from like nothing I've seen in the publicity or the interviews yep. suggested yeah, yeah. it was consciously so, but um a lot of the songs to me seem thematically linked and it does seem to tell a story. So in another regard, yes it could be. And I guess my question to get back to you would be, if it was a concept album, what would the concept be?
2: Um You could say life, aren't you? Floofy. <laughs> 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 Airy fairy <laughs> Son, I don't know <laughs> this
1: is a meeting where Lord and Jack Antonoff are trying to like brainstorm and then you bring all your fleefy yeah. floofy energy and they're like alright alright that's
2: all <laughs> No, I'm not as eloquent with, like... <laughs> what did you have to change the word?
1: <laughs> did you put a French accent on it? Okay, fair enough. Um, that's really funny. You can't make that the show title because you don't even know where to put the accent on the eloquent to make it sound like you just made it sound. But, Christopher, listen, concept
2: album or not, did you like uh, the bloody album? Sometimes. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in terms Honestly, of... Honestly, yeah, you're going to love this so much. Okay, fantastic. But... Yes, I spun it three and a half ish times. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I feel like I still need to spin it more.
1: Oh, that's great. I do like it. Really that. to get yeah.
2: it. Yeah. I, I struggle to tell the songs apart because okay. it's very much um musically very similar all the way throughout. There aren't too many levels. Yes. It doesn't really jump up and down. It doesn't it doesn't do a lot of that. A lot of the instrumentation is the same throughout. So yes. it's not like it, it looks like it was just the same band sat there just playing it all at mm, you mm. sort of thing as opposed uh, to melodrama not, which had a lot
1: of melodrama it's almost like she's showing growth
2: it's quite interesting depends whether people grow upwards or downwards I don't know <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me because you're trying to throw hey, talking of growth do we yeah. I, I really didn't want to reference this but yeah. we both mentioned it all the time where like 2020 Vision Justin Timberlake banger then he went all like weird and hippie and in the woods. Yes, that's not growth.
1: This is so that's that, that's a great that's a great rejoinder to me saying oh it's different so it's growth. I guess to no. elaborate, I like this so it's nice growth to me. And I didn't, I, I, yeah. or hey, make And a, I don't,
2: I don't not like. I it. hear you. I think, I think I got stung because a lot of the songs got played on the radio all the time, which is just always just a eh at yes. me because yes. I don't enjoy that. Um, but there's a lot of other good stuff on here too that's interesting Um, so it's almost like I I just struggled I struggled to pick it apart I felt like I didn't give it enough attention I needed to sit down and listen solidly for 42 minutes without anything else and try and take it all in Mm. but I didn't have time to do that so I listened to it one day when I sat here at work Mm. I listened to it in the gym I listened to it in the car when i was making dinner once and i was trying to absorb it but mm. what i found was i found it difficult to absorb i guess sure sure it's no, just it does, it, it, there's nothing there's no there's no claws there's no teeth there's nothing grabbing me mm. to like really pull me in mm. which is not a bad thing no. it's just maybe not an album for me at the times i was trying to listen sure
1: to it. and yeah i think we've we've spoken about the whole sometimes not every time sometimes mm. a slow burner will eventually end up like even a deeper appreciation for it mm but like it's I, I really appreciate where your re- re- reviews coming from I will say like uh the Timberlake one is so interesting because to this day <laughs> I'm still hating on Get that out of the woods, man go dude, back in there dude I'm still hating on, I'm still hating on that pure vibes I don't think I heard a song from that I probably heard a single I didn't even listen to the full thing I never listened to the album pure publicity vibes where it was like oh you know that Bonnie Ver thing I'm gonna do that and it's like Ma- the McDonald's <laughs> version of Bonnie Vera and it just seems so shit and or is this to me um it, i no, think i could play guitar too <laughs> um he's got did you see he's, he's rolling out something new Ooh, we're going to see is it
2: another troll song i don't
1: know yeah i don't know what direction now um but yeah, the interesting thing to with this to me is like, I oh, guess... Imagine
2: if he just... What he did to Bonnie Vere, he was just like, oh, I see Lil Nas X is doing a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give that a go.
1: Just try it. Fucking go for it. Oh, if it was the Lil Nas i I'm gonna X, do that. Right.
2: Yeah, listen.
1: <laughs> fucking jump on more recent shit. That'll be hilarious. But um, firstly, I've got to say the whole like, is growing necessarily good thing. It reminds me of uh, a Johnny Greenwood quote, which you'll like. But I remember years ago reading this. There is a genre of music called mm. prog which is about progressive music, which I think you'd put like Pink Floyd and some bands like that into. And I just remember
2: him in a mm.
1: 90s interview, which, you know, I've studied like, it's my Bible for my church, Radiohead interviews. And uh, he was just right, saying like the reason- It's culty, isn't it? It's a very culty. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. And I'm the leader. Um, but it's he was just saying like, hey, people link this band to prog a lot. And I just don't like the idea of music being progressive because like that implies like we're progressing to something- better like it's better like it doesn't it's like it's more circular than that or something i just really like that implication and then like it's very subjective if uh, uh, what you're liking in an artist is growing i guess the reason this works for me is because there were two differences one is that even in its gentle melodic plinky plonky they there isn't too much. He uh, was
2: fleefy floofy. I went with fleefy floofy. Sorry, apologies. There, there wasn't but. enough plinky plonky. If you ah, oh, okay,
1: more <laughs> plinky plonky, please. <laughs> more plinky plonky, please. There's a tongue twister. Um, even in that, I guess it could be. I'm just throwing out a theory here. It could be because here or there, a lyric got me like a hook. But like mm. here or there, for me on this album of not musical extremes, there are a few songs that feel like extremely moving to me. I was listening to um, "Stoned at the Nail Salon" today. And like mm-hmm. I haven't had this moment with the song for a while now, but like I almost cried. <laughs> it was crazy. I was walking down the road, and I think she sang the line, um, "Like I, I want to get up. I want. I can't not do it justice." It's crazy. But um, a- across the course of liking this album, it slowly mm. became more close to my heart than melodrama, and I- and I think that might be lyrically. And the lyric she sang was, mm. "Spend all the evenings you can with the people who raised you." because all the times they would change, it'll all come around. And I don't know, the way that she sang it, and it was at the end of the song, um, like, I think in my co- context for her, melodrama could have been a flash in the pan. And to me, this is the proof that like, whether some people jump on and off at different albums, and I think that's fine. Um, for me, this album just proves she's she's the real deal, and she's a songwriter. Like, I know it happened a lot later on for <coughs> Lana Del Rey, and like there's a lot of female songwriters who for whatever reason i think people are like suspicious at first like oh she's just trying to be a pop star but to me this is the album where i'm like there isn't a fucking question maybe maybe i should have given it up already at melodrama and i really enjoyed melodrama but this one for some reason there's a few heartstrings it tugs on for me and I'll, I'll say another technical thing that i'm sure you can get on board with a bit as a lyricist actually so like these verses and stoned at the nail salon are very like
2: that's the to, song by the way the album for me anyway do you reckon so, yeah, I, yeah, that's,
1: yeah yeah that's interesting i um the path and solar power also work for me i guess it's funny i've uh, there's listened there's to it another, quite a bit
2: another one i, I please do
1: do screenshot uh, and, and don't ask me
2: how it went i can't remember but i normally sure. a screenshot when i like um fallen fruit like fallen fruit
1: oh <laughs> i like that one too yeah yeah yeah. because yeah. um, yeah. all the um to quote stone at the nail salon because all the beautiful girls they'll fade like the roses and all the times they will change it'll all come around Got a memory of waiting in your bed wearing only my earrings. We go dancing all over the landmines under our town. Um, well, my hot blood's been burning for so many summers now. It's time to cool it down wherever that leads. Um, and then the wo- she keeps saying wherever that leads. And then right at the end, she changes it to what But it's time to cool it down, whatever that means. And as a songwriter, I'm like, oh, that works too. And basically <laughs> to do like really freewheeling, thoughtful, poetic verses... A very traditional form of songwriting is then to have what we call in the biz, a refrain. A refrain. And Bob Dylan is the the best in the business. And I just really thought for the current moment, even though this is like three to four years old now, which is crazy. Maybe I'm just stoned at the nail salon again as a refrain after some pretty wacky thoughts and some observant thoughts. It's just a really fucking good refrain. And the whole of the opening.
2: And what I like about the song as well Mm. is when she doesn't sing it and she leaves the gap. And yeah. the 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 little guitar plays it instead as well. Oh, it's just, it's just a nice touch.
1: Maybe nice. I. And then there's that gap as well. Yeah. Oh, let's like no, melodically she has these amazing instincts. I really rate it. And I will say the path too. Um, it seems to is it, it rides this really funny line. It reminds me of um, serve the servants from In Utero by Nirvana, where like the first song of Inutero Utero after Nevermind was their big success, was basically like addressing the success and telling it to fuck off, and the path seems to do that too because it's all about like yeah. i don't want to be your savior i don't want to be this or that maybe you know it's quite a simple song really i hope the sun mm. will help us find us what well, will help us find the path and the thing that i find funny about a song like that is like ah, but it's such a good song maybe you are the savior
2: like if i'm a fan mm.
1: <laughs> if i'm like a diehard think, young person i think what
2: what i'm struggling with is everything you're mm. saying that you like around the lyricist and the mm. and vocals and the melodies mm. i feel like tell me now i'm not going to shit on him but... <laughs> who are we about to shit on <laughs> i just feel like the production here Ooh, Jackie actually boy. Taken away, it's taken away some of the stuff i really liked about okay. how lord's vocals stand out in melodrama okay. they're a lot drier and right in the front of the mix and right at you mm. and i think just because this album the word i'm looking for is this album's softer okay yeah and i and i feel like it doesn't stand out as much, and I don't pick out all of those words when I'm listening to it. They're not, like, in my face as they are in any other Lord album. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm... No, I might this be going crazy, is, this but is that's,
1: fascinating. And, and
2: I feel like that's probably one of the things why I'm not latching onto it as quickly, because mm, mm. if I'm not giving it as attention, but it's on and I'm doing something else or whatever, mm. then it's not just smacking me in the face as, as bluntly as that's so as interesting drama and 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 the one before as well which is pure heroin
1: is that what it's yeah called? pure heroin exactly with your production expertise i always find it so interesting because when you tell me something like that if you tell me go listen to this song this this or that about the vocals or the production yeah if i listen to it with that in mind i can hear it but it's just it's one of those things where like the, my favorite thing about doing a show like this or just having any friend you bond over art with where you know at its basic core it's two people looking at the same painting and seeing different paintings and i just love that about yeah. art right because for me i guess because it's softer i feel as opposed to a lot of other music not a lot of lord's other music i can't remember yeah. melodrama right now enough to just compare and contrast directly but compared to a lot of just other modern music i found the vocals really easy to pick up on but in that very specific production critique you just outlaid i can com- mm. completely see how you heard it in that way so i really appreciate and, that and, and also
2: I, one thing i haven't said as well is mm. harmonies love the harmonies on the sound oh, okay. as well so mm. much of that and i don't remember it much from other 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 stuff but it's very choral yes. and it, it comes across and it's really just it's just ah. pleasant to listen to
1: i love that you said it's really uh choral because i wouldn't have uh put that to, together necessarily and i do remember um that one time just it's always nice like music has uh, an ability that's just you don't have with any other art form which is like it can like like a color like a smell it will tie itself to a place and time and form like it will join with the memory and it will like those me- the memory and the songs will link and sometimes we get through so much content these days in life and on this podcast that like we're losing those connections it's just so much but for me she did a four song companion ep where she sang these Four songs from this album, like in a in a in her native tongue, I think. Mm. um And I listen. One day, I was visiting you, and when I tried to go home, the trains weren't working, and I had to go on a series <laughs> of different replacement buses. And I just remember I listened to that four track EP, and it's like, "Who or coming to visit me?" <laughs> <laughs> and I would listen to that EP on like I think I listened to it like twice through on the way back, and it was just so interesting how I'd be like, "This is another language. I don't know what's going on," and then suddenly like, "Oh, I know this melody. This is really fun." And I think that's where in my journey i started falling for lord a bit more and um i think your review has led me to a question i want to cap it all off with before we get to scores and guesses do you think you might think of the record differently if you had seen her play these songs live potentially
2: i'm pulling faces sorry
1: yes no that's fine (laughs) maybe
2: Um, (laughs) um i can imagine
1: maybe can, can i phrase seen, it differently I've, would you see the I've, songs differently if not the record
2: no oh okay i think i prefer the record without performances because Ooh. i've seen a, a lot of her sets from this tour like i think she played glastonbury and this that and the other oh did you and, you've seen these songs and it's, hard live. Those, uh, it's hard to get those uh. it's hard to get those images out of my head and it was all very much big sun on the stage and all like into the woodsy i don't know how was it I got, god damn it wasn't into the woodsy. but <laughs> but yeah and and i just don't know i and as i wasn't a big fan at the time when i saw it it didn't make me enjoy it much more it was a whole production thing which i which isn't the vibe i get when i listen to this album on its own i don't know why it's just mm. it's, it's oh, interesting difficult.
1: interesting because i actually i've never um it's funny how your relationships with different artists are so different i've never uh gone down a uh watching her live rabbit hole as of yet so I was just asking that out of curiosity. Um, there are really nice Like when, when you
2: watch her perform Liability on SNL. Mm. Bang up. That's what I'm saying from okay. Melodrama. Just saying. Okay. Just right, well, saying. Listen, I, I watched that like four times in a row.
1: Your review of the thing I tried to get you to try had to end with you referencing the album you loved the most at the end of it. Cause of course it did. Um, but let's get to some guesses in schools. I think, unless I'm, uh, I think, I think you've hit all the nuanced different feelings you have about the album. It's a pr- pretty, was I'm there anything sure there
2: else? are more in there. Sure. But. I talked. I talked well, all over check. there. Apologies. No, nothing.
1: <laughs> hey, you had a few. You had a few standout moments. I can definitely. Can Can you at least? I'm. Um, I'm. Um, throw me a bone here. I. I. I, I
2: Asking pitched... me for my scores. That's the bone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I pitched you a thing, and yes, I wanted. And you what
2: to... did you think? I would. How excited? Uh, no, I'm I getting be? there.
1: I'm taking two sentences that way to come back to it, and I wanted you to feel differently about it.
2: Do you like a replacement bus? <laughs>
1: It gives me time to go on a tangent um i wanted you to feel differently about it so no actually i did i wanted you to fall in love with it because that's how i pitch everything i'm a sucker for that but no, I do... i'm still
2: heartbroken on stuff that you've not enjoyed that pitched. talk about one that. so i don't i don't do it anymore. talk about one edward sharp
1: oh that's the one that's fair enough then if you had brought out the michael jackson stuff i was gonna say that's pretty funny i think we're all on board for that being pretty funny um but edward sharp that's Dude, that's the one
2: they're starting to film a movie anyway sorry they
1: are aren't they who's starring
2: like his nephew or something is playing Michael Jackson. Wow. See you guys. His, his his ex account just tweet, tweet, tweeted. No, it didn't. It posted a picture, mm. um, of like a shot of the guy on his tiptoes in like this room with the sun blazing through, and and it just said hashtag MJ movie, and I was just like. <gasps> See guys, and that's beginning,
1: and that's true friendship. Find find you a podcast co host that will get on the replacement bus tangent with you. Okay, Um, my scores for you. No, go on, go on,
2: go on, go on. on. What was your tangentially?
1: um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I just I wanted you to love it, but at the very least, I feel like pre like how you felt about it three listens ago Mm. is different. Yes. I feel like from your review, a kind of no would have been a fair answer, but it's like, it's almost, it's fleshed out what you felt before. Like you have good instincts for your own opinion. So fair enough. Um, Is that what you're getting from this? No, no, no. I feel like you've gotten a lot of other stuff, but like you definitely didn't become a solar power guy. Right. Do you know what I mean? It definitely feels like feels like you have more of an appreciation. He shrugged by for the listener. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he you definitely. It sounds like you have more appreciation for it for sure. But I lo- you. No, mm. you had loads of caveats about like timing, um, a bit more time. I. It's it's funny when you do a show like ours. Part of me loves hearing like I was starting to feel it a bit more, but it's a slow burner, and I just you know it hasn't caught me yet. Mm. So like I actually really yeah. like that score, but I basically thought uh, three for anticipation because. Whatever's going on, uh whatever kind of weird garden path I am trying to lead you down. You do like listening to music these days more, and the pod's helping us out with that. And then I this is where finally <laughs> this is where it's gonna get dicey, dicey. Because I thought, I thought, I thought four for enjoyment and four for after. I thought you just had a solid good time. You didn't fall in fall in love, but you you did have a good time and find good things to like. Interesting. Oh, did I win the episode? Don't give me another draw. I'd rather lose.
2: I didn't say oh, that. Oh, in that case. I didn't
1: say.
2: <laughs> Is that a draw again? What the fuck? It's a draw. Nah, where did I go wrong? During. Oh, it was three, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a three. Oh, that's before, a disrespect. Three during. Um, and a four in retrospect, because oh. as I st- said it right at the start, yeah. I wanted to give it a You little, did. That was your. More, more, I needed to give it more listens. No, you and... did say. Because <laughs> I feel like there's definitely something there.
1: I like the new gimmick is drawing. Actually, that that's kind of kind of adorable. Um, drawing, it's, it's drawing. It's it's tie, the tie game, tie game. Tour. <laughs> it's do you remember that classic tie game the CCAH had? That will be what all the pods people out there are that time saying when they tied. That time when they tied, we tied. We've tied a few times in a row. Should we have a quick uh, look at the website and tell you how many times? No, you know what? We don't have time for that today. Today we'll get to...
2: That wasn't a shot. That's me. <laughs> I'm supposed to... Just digs I'm... left, right and center. I'm supposed to be uh,
1: updating the spreadsheet. Pitches, Jeffrey. Pitches. Pitches. Yeah. Boy, do you have a good one.
2: So... Do I?
1: Yeah, listen. If you want to double-double, I'm going to double-double your double-double. You want to so double-double a TV show? these days? What are we?
2: these days. What are you pitching for the <laughs> okay. season finale? Season two finale? Yeah of the ccc ccc
1: <laughs> yeah you, you get lost triple <laughs> c actually does help you out more than you'd think because yeah. if you're in the flow of talking it gets a bit out of hand um have you ever heard of a show called deep space nine <laughs> have you <laughs> yeah, he's doing the hand single ladies are, and you, uh, are we star trekking have you heard of it Yes, series four, episode two. Oh, quick follow up. What? Quick follow up. (laughs) Have you heard of the show Star Trek: The Next Generation?
2: Yes, season
1: five, episode twenty-five. I'll see you
2: in the next episode. Wait, which wait, which one is it? We're double doubling our double doubles. Wait, so (laughs) season four, (laughs) episode nine.
1: Don't don't make me repeat a mic drop. I have to pick the mic up. I have to get the mic stand. (laughs) Um, yeah, sorry, deep. Sorry for the listener too. That is fair. I think one uh, pretty solid critique I've heard of the show is that we get a bit like garbled and not saying the pictures because we're trying to make each other laugh. Deep Space Nine, Series Four, Episode Two, and Star Trek: The Next Generation, Season Five, Episode Twenty Five. These are the two episodes of televisual visual content. I would like in them that to order. Consume. Order's a bit dicey. Uh, order's a bit
2: just season five episode 20 <laughs> what five no not season
1: 25 hey, it might
2: be i don't fucking
1: know season Listen. five
2: tw- episode 24 <laughs> just con-
1: consume the product christopher what can i tell you i dropped the mic again okay i'm
2: done with pitching i'm pitched out oh. Fucking
0: <laughs>
2: right salt burn let's go we're out of here <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't just shout saltburn at me of all the things to I'm shout at me burn. that's, that's the me that most crap ag- i'm
2: giving you that crap
1: <laughs> such an aggressive thing to shout at someone when you've seen all the memes and you feel like you know the film from all the jokes and all the weirdness and i just saw SNL. jacob alordi host snl and my guy is
2: not a funny man and by the end <laughs> i'm less convinced he's as good looking as why they was, tried to say why was every sketch yeah he's really attractive that was every sketch
1: yeah i mean three I was, sketches like surprised. that i'm here for six no nah, you, you you had to have one more idea come the fuck on um shout out so there were still some funny moments but jacob no and bruh
2: so bruh. you're watching Selburn?
1: okay here's the question um yeah does it have to be in, in have the you cinema? really watched it no i haven't
2: um is it still in the cinema I mean, I don't think we've ever done a pitch. Your watch where it's isn't like... going to tell you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You've got a hard out. I'm trying to check for I you. So. What is your hard out? Now, okay, so... great. So cinema optional, great. I don't think we've ever. I don't think. I don't think pitching a cinema thing is is even practical. I'm just saying, if it was an option, yeah. do you think that would be funny to do? Because it's on streaming now,
2: isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's on streaming. It's on. Okay, Prime. great. Cause...
1: Well, on
2: that night. Wow. <laughs> <What a> hell <laughs> of a season finale. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it's actually quite funny listen sometimes uh it's a troll job and it is what it is but listen many of our episodes are heartfelt pleased to the other one to like a thing so when it's a bit just of a shrug and a hey you fucker watch this that can make for some good content sometimes some entertaining stuff we've entertained each other this week we hope we've entertained you feelings have moved around let's go get more movements in we can't wait to see you for the season finale do you know what we've got planned nothing because this show is special enough so it's going to be quite a special just doing a normal old episode of the triple T A H, but please be warned specials are coming in terms of involving you guys so get ready get your pictures ready and get things ready for when you do feature on the show because i can guarantee you if you are a listener who likes this show and likes content and consuming it and feeling weird about the word content at some point that energy will probably feature on this show in the form of you being on it because we love engaging with people who listen to it because guess what most of you are our friends we love you we leave you and christopher before we uh before we get out of here i gotta say enjoy the traitors are you uh i was about to drop a big clanging spoiler i'm not gonna do that so this is the end he's crossing he's he's shaking his head he's happy i'm I'm getting back on track the replacement bus has been cancelled we are back on the train's back on the tracks this is the end this is the bit where i say goodbye and he says take care so goodbye take care
0: If you don't like when we misspeak, or boost the audio, or unpeak, the microphones bleed cause they're so cheap, we're sorry to your ears. If you don't like the intro, or the bit in the middle, or this outro, or if you don't like the whole show, question why why were you here? If you don't like the podcast If you think we both speak too fast Too many tangents never stay on task Pick up a book instead If you don't like what we recommend If your patience wears thin towards the end If you think you could do better with your friend Please go ahead If you don't like this content, or like me, the word content, then please go be more content, and never listen to us again.